0: Welcome to season two of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun actual play.
1: This is Shannon.
2: I'm playing Eris. Hi, this is Sid, and I'm playing Jet.
3: This is Dot. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral.
0: And my name is Eric, the game master. Following content is not suitable for all audiences. All right, so you arrive at the uh, safe house. Um, So Where is this current safe house?
2: It was in Wildwood. Yeah, it was in Wildwood. Oh, it's in... That's right. It was was on the fucking sticks.
0: Wildwood is actually pretty wild. Even at this point, there's wooded areas and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. In the Shadowrun world, it's like there's a little bit of a private area that they've got cordoned off. There's actually woods and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. very affluent area at this time in the Shadowrun RGF world.
2: Well, and we're right next to a golf course. Yes.
0: The private... Or like members only golf course that is there is well known for being kind of a throwback in that you can ride on a golf cart, but you don't carry your own bags and clubs and you don't have a drone that floats next to you carrying your clubs. You have an actual physical human or metahuman caddy. Nice. What's going on? It's like there's a four bedroom house and then there's like within walking distance is this ancillary section where the only people there at any given time are drunk or drugged out caddies for this country club who don't give a fuck about anything. Right. Fair enough. And how are you getting there?
3: We'll leave the brambleham. Y'all taking a go-go. And we'll take a go-go.
0: The uh go-go pulls into the parking area of this like maintenance building that's right next to this caddy shack. You see this group of completely wasted people just kind of watching this go-go pull up. <laughs> and as you step out, one of them goes, Are you delivering the food?
2: No. Oh uh, shit, man. I, I'm sorry, I forgot it.
0: Wait a minute. So are you so are you our uh are you our dash or what?
2: Well, I was gonna be your dash, but I forgot all the food. Sorry, dude.
0: Oh, You have any food? No. Do you have any food?
2: No, I don't. (laughs) Good luck, though.
0: You want to order some food? Me? No. Either one of you. We're having a party inside, playing some games and stuff.
2: Tight. Maybe I'll come by later. Wait up for us.
0: Yeah, this guy—he's a dwarf, and he's got like his chin shaved, so he's got this like big, (laughs) huge mustache. And he's wearing like what—it's a very nice uniform that you he would wear like as a caddy. But he's got like the sleeves rolled up, and he's got the uh, pant legs rolled up, so it looks like he's got short pants. Yeah, he's got them rolled up like that, and he's got his shoes off and whatever. And and, you know, it's a little rainy today, so he's like standing in a puddle. He's just like standing there, like like he's waiting for the food to arrive, and he's just like—and you can tell he's. just stoned out of his mind. Good luck, bro. All right,
2: catch hey, you later. Let's thanks it. for
0: coming by.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was great, you're, party, you're, you're, great party,
0: man. Great party. Somebody on the inside go. Who the fuck are you talking to, man? He's <laughs> like, all oh, these these two friends showed up. And they didn't bring the food though. And they're like, well, what the fuck? Who cares? We didn't even order food. <laughs>
3: Val is gonna order them food.
0: Okay. So you're gonna order them some food? Yeah,
3: I'm gonna dash them some nacho mamas. Okay, yeah. So
0: yeah. And you're gonna pay for it? Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. So then you walk to the safe house and as you're walking up, you can see that someone is clearly watching out of a window because they have the light on behind them. So you can see that the curtain is pulled to the side, and then as you start walking up the drive, it kind of goes away. And as you're Walking up to the house, out front is, looks like a rented or horribly used Ford AmeriCar.
2: So worse than my car. Oh, yes. Doing. Oh,
0: okay. Damn. Yeah. It's like duct tape and Bondo. That's the only thing keeping this car together. And it's, you know, it's rolling around on four wheels that could, they're technically called tires just because they're round and they have rubber. It's like one <laughs> of them no. a donut. Yes. One of them, is, no, he's riding around on four donuts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: And, and a pretty tricked out uh, Harley Scorpion. The motorcycle, you see a flame, and then a cherry is lit on a cigarette, and you can see a uh, dog leash. And he takes a drag and he watches you walk up. He's like, uh, You just walked here? Or-?
2: We had the go go drop us off a few blocks away.
0: Oh, down at those nitwits down there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did anybody see you?
3: The I'm, nitwits. He was stoned just out one. of one. His- Fucking gourd.
0: Yeah. Do I need to go take care of them?
3: No. I got some food headed their way, so they shouldn't be a problem.
0: You ordered food for them.
3: Yeah, we already have food here. Where? In the fridge.
0: Wait a minute. I thought that was just for the house. I didn't know that was for us.
2: Oh, no, no, no. That's that's for us. Well, that's fully for
0: us. Bitch. I've been sitting here hungry waiting for you all to show up.
3: Why would we get food for you to not just eat? I don't know, man. Okay, well. Can, can we go inside?
0: Because
3: uh, Yeah, where's Jake?
0: He was in the living room.
3: Where's the woman?
0: in the bedroom all right so he walks he goes in with you and uh walk into the living room and jake's sitting there and you could see he was peeking out the window because as you walk in you see the curtain is kind of moving a little bit and he stands up and he says val
3: she runs over and gives him a hug
0: all right he hugs you back and he says i was so confused i'm so glad you're okay
3: yeah i she's in the bedroom
0: all right he kind of looks over towards the door he goes yeah that one right there
3: did You were dog leash like scanner for any kind of bugs or anything.
0: You see his eyes kind of dart over towards dog leash and dog leash says, "Uh, yeah, this isn't the first time I've kidnapped somebody.
3: Okay, well, I had to ask because I didn't specify it before. So
0: he says it's implied. Okay, good. (laughs) Jake's looking at you and is like, so what is all of this about?
3: Well, clearly, the bitch that has my face, I, I need to find out who she is.
0: I understand. I mean, Dog Leash drugged her, so she's she's sleeping.
3: So, like,
2: how's the resemblance? Is it, like...
0: Dog Leash looks at and goes, and he kind of leans leans a little bit closer and says, Well, this one doesn't look nearly as meh.
3: Dog Leash, how long is that drink going to last? Like, when's he, she going to wake up? He
0: kind of looks up as he, you know, you, you tell he's tech, checking his chronometer, and he says, Unless we reverse it, she's going to probably be out for the rest of the night.
3: Okay, then we gotta reverse it because I need to talk to her.
0: Well, and then that's when Jake says, "Well, I mean, we had some basic information. I mean, you want to? Do you want the info that we got? You know, yeah. To, to, so that way, we, when we got her, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so her name is Veronica Olivera. She's married into a pretty prestigious family from Mexico City. Okay. okay. And is uh, here in St. Louis to help facilitate the transfer of the Metroplex security from Lone Star to As Technology.
3: She's doing a shit job so far, probably because she's not actually doing her job. Well,
2: I mean, that seems like a personal problem for her.
0: And then that's when Boggs looks at Val and says, "Val, someone who looks like you works as a facilitator for As Technology."
3: You're looking at me like I have any idea about any of this. I, I don't know who this person is.
0: Okay. I'm not blaming you. I'm just... It's so weird.
3: Y- yeah. Imagine if it was your face.
0: Okay. Sorry. Uh, you no, know.
3: it's... I just... I'm... This is the problem. There's just never-ending loops of information that never seem to get tied up. So, I just want to know who the fuck she is and why does she look like me and... Everything else is secondary at this point. I just, I need to understand who she is.
0: Okay. All right. Do you want me to be in there with you?
3: Yeah, I do.
0: Okay. As you're saying that, Dog kind of walks up next to you. He, like, between his two fingers of his left hand, he kind of hands you a patch. He says, put it on her whenever you're ready. Take the old one off. Yeah. I slapped it to the side of her neck, so.
3: Okay.
2: That's the other question. What are we doing with her afterwards?
3: Val bites her lip and she's like, I didn't think that far ahead.
2: (laughs) Jet does what I just did, which is she throws up her hands and says, we we
3: don't even have a game plan for this. Okay, listen, this is very like raw for me and I'm sorry. I am fucking up left and right, Jet. I'm sorry. No, you've done a very good job so
2: far. I'm fucking up. (laughs) No, no, you you fully, you you saved a lot of people today. Well done. Good job. We just haven't run together before. And I'm still kind of getting used to this rhythm, you know,
3: (laughs) of no rhythm and (laughs)
2: yeah, constant. This is a little new for me. Yeah. Cool.
3: Okay. So like, but we should decide on that before she wakes up. I I mean, is it so hard to just get like a dog brain go-go sticker in it and send her to a random
2: fucking address? If you know, if she's as technology and it's a dog brain go go, it's gonna have GPS information. But like, we're that gonna stuff
3: can be tracked. We're gonna burn this safe house anyways. You know Eris is gonna burn the safe house. So Yeah, but I don't wanna burn the safe house now. You come know, children, because, you
2: know, we we have people that need to come back here at some point. Well, the Johnson
3: didn't specify that they had to stay in one place. Oh, no, they fully don't. Like, it's OK if we get I mean, a new safe house or whatever, but like get a new safe house or just keep them at Falstaff Mansion. I don't and... know that I like that.
0: Right, this is all happen. This is all conversation out in the open, right? Yes. And Jake goes, Falstaff Mansion?
3: Yep. All right, he,
0: he see seemed look confused. I didn't realize the renovations were done. Huh? What? Alright, he just shrugs and he says, I mean, that place has been mothballed for so long.
2: I mean, I wandered around a fair bit of it. It looked pretty nice. Well, that's cool. I can tell you the man who was there, that was Falstaff. I know that.
0: All right, he's just blanking at you as if you're speaking to him in like some language he doesn't understand.
2: But I mean, also we had to find somebody who could facilitate brain surgery. On the DL. So our options were somewhat limited.
0: Someone's having brain surgery in the.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You did it this time. It wasn't me. (laughs) Yes, tell the reporter everything. It's going to be
3: okay. He's not an active reporter. He doesn't really have a job. (laughs) I mean, Jake, remember, this is the DL. Yes,
2: brain surgery.
0: All right, he shrugs and he says, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not writing a story. I'm just confused. Nobody lives in that place. I mean, it's it... been under reconstruction for years.
3: Well Jake,
2: And all of the Falstaffs
0: there. are dead.
3: Uh Jake <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hate this. This is the heebie jeebies coming through. Harris knew of Falstaff before right you know him by reputation right yes that's because i knew because cammy had asked you, me you, a, about him and i said oh yeah he's whatever yeah which wasn't much okay just checking yeah but
0: i mean he's not in name. society that's the yeah, other he's part he's not in society yeah so nobody's not, seen him for he's years. not involved binary right. yeah. you
2: said you had been there before
3: yeah how I've, long ago um that's Jake, after we saw Dr. Greenleaf the first time and Liliana and her mom basically abducted Mm Cammie, that's where she took her. Her mom took her to Falstaff Mansion. I fucking picked her up outside of the mansion and it looked like it does now, which is finished. Okay. What do you mean?
0: All right. He's just blinking like he doesn't quite understand what you're saying. He's like, I could be be wrong. But the last time I heard that name, they were renovating the house and that... uh, you know, that none of the family was still around.
3: Okay. We've met and been involved with and have spoken to on numerous occasions, mm-hmm. William Falstaff.
0: I mean, that's a, that's a, we- okay, let's, can we put a pin in that? And it's weird. That's great. Yes.
3: Yeah, that's great. I would
2: love to put a pin in that because I'm not dealing with this right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, that's been, I'm sorry if I'm coming off as a little like hyped up, but that's been my day. So far.
0: Dog Leash says, do you want me to get you a drink? Can I come with you? Yeah, come on. Let's go get a drink. Okay, I'm going to let Let these two
2: handle this. Don't do anything without talking to us first.
3: Yeah, okay, okay.
0: So as you're walking away, Dog Leash looks over at you and says, let's grab that beer, and then uh, I'm going to go topside and keep a lookout. And he like, as he's walking past, you see that he, he like has his assault rifle there and he like picks it up and he starts to attach a scope to it mm-hmm. as you're walking. And he looks at you and he says, give him a couple of minutes and then you might want to be outside that door because that thing may be a weapon. I put it to sleep, but I don't know what it is. I mean, it clearly is person, but it could be, I mean, if it's Aztec and those two dingleberries go in there, they could end up getting killed.
2: Well, I mean, the last time I saw that face on something, it did try to kill us. Besides, I mean, besides obviously <laughs> binary. So, yeah, I mean, it's totally not out of the ordinary.
0: Hey, Jet. Yeah? This is some fucked up shit.
2: It really is. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> what the fuck are we even doing here?
2: I don't know. Well, like, why why are we involved in this? Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't know what is up with this. And she gestures to where Valenbog still are. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on with this, but the person who is currently getting brain surgery, she's an expert on cyberware. If her research pans out, she can get rid of any essence loss associated with getting cyberware. She might be able to fix me.
0: That's impossible. Not that you can't be fixed. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, I mean, people have been trying that for forever. I mean, Um, and if somebody's figured that out, every military in the world will want that information.
2: Yeah. I don't know much about science, but if anyone could do it, it would be this lady. You know, failing all that, she knows a lot about cyberware and she wanted to take a look at my Delta and, you know, it it might help me find out more about what happened. Mm. For instance, this, and she points at her legs again, I was targeted. Wait, they had to know my measurements, they had to know everything about me for 2 years. So, by the time I got hurt, these were already made.
0: That's fucked up.
2: It is fucked up. Hmm. So, it's really important to me. Sure. We're also getting paid for th- for that part.
0: Um, so question. Yes. This uh super important uh person with a bomb in her head.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How much security you got watching her?
2: Whatever is at, the mansion, and also collateral.
0: Do you want me to call some people to at least watch the area?
2: How much How much is extra security going to cost us, first of all? I would like it, but...
0: All right, he kind of frowns for a minute. He goes, you're seriously going to ask me that question?
2: The girl's got to pay the bills.
0: Okay, I'll handle it. Don't worry about it.
2: She's just like, dog leash.
0: What, man? If uh, we can figure out what happened to you and who did this and turn the tables on them and, and beat their asses? I mean, that's payment enough, right? Yeah, it is. Plus, didn't you tell me that uh, the Vori had something to do with your legs?
2: Yes, they did.
0: So the Vori knew about this. So it's, like I said, don't worry about it. Okay. All right, so let's go get that beer. (sighs) That's a good idea. All right, cutting back to Val.
3: Okay, so I sit on the couch, and I'm, like, head back, eyes closed. And I say to Boggs, I don't know who else would be able to get us any of the information that I'd need before we have this conversation other than Digi. He's the, he had everything.
0: All right. He sits down next to you and he kind of puts his arm on your shoulder and he's like, so why don't you call him?
3: Because I couldn't find him before. I, I'll try again.
0: Okay. Nothing.
3: Okay. No. Fuck me. What about Ava? Ava, what do you know?
0: All right. Ava is like, what do you mean? What do I know about what?
3: I can't find Digi.
0: Oh, you want me to go find him? Yes. Okay. She leaves.
3: So did you find out you only got her name? Did you have any other information that you got about her while you were
0: I mean while there, you thought she was me? Well, yeah. I mean I thought it was when I saw you or her and I thought her, I thought she was you. Initially I thought you were like posing as someone else. I mean you were walking around, you know, with business smart suits. And, you know, all this other stuff. I'm like, is she on a job? What's happening here? And then as I started to follow and kind of see what's going on, it was like you were a completely different person. You were acting completely differently. And that's when I called Joe to say, you know, something happened to you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I found out that it wasn't you. It doesn't make any sense to me why she looks like you. I mean, clearly you're related, right? I mean, you have had a sister, right?
3: Yeah but it was only ever just me and Vanessa.
0: I mean, her name's Veronica. It's not a big stretch. She looks like you. Her first name starts with a V.
3: If I had another sister, then I just, I can't believe that my mom wouldn't have told me.
0: Hmm. You, I mean, she told you about...
3: Well, after after my sister was taken... Um Maureen got me out of Boston.
0: And you say she was taken... Where was she taken?
3: I don't know. We were in some facility. It was like a hospital.
0: How old were you?
3: Uh, I was like eight, maybe nine.
0: So right before you came to the orphanage? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm... Um, Hmm. I mean, I never really thought about it. I I mean, you know, we never really had a reason to talk about it before, but I could probably start digging into some of the records of the old orphanage.
3: That's what Digi had.
0: And now he's gone. I don't. Let's, and he points at the door. Let's handle that first. Yeah. And then we can figure that out, okay?
3: Yeah. I hollered. Well, not like girl. yell, but I'm, hey, Jet. What? Uh, we're ready if you are. Cool.
0: Doglish, he's like, he gives you kind of the nod and he says, I'll keep you updated on what's going on. Okay, thank you. And you hear him like going upstairs.
3: Val sets up a comm link between the four of them. Jet walks downstairs. Doglish is going to keep an eye on the roof just to make sure that no one starts,
1: you know, coming for us. Then. Okay,
0: so it's just that you and I are going in there. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. I mean, she's already seen my face, so
1: mm-hmm. technically, yeah. she's already seen your face. Yeah, technically, <laughs> yeah.
0: she saw. My, yeah, when I because I went up to talk to her, and that I was the distraction. So then, then
3: okay, cool. Okay, are we so, ready to do this? W- yeah. Worst case scenario, we knock her out again, and then we figure out how to get rid of her. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So you go in. Yeah. All right, she. You see this woman? She's. Uh, it's not like they tucked her in either. It's just they just kind of dumped her onto the bed. Oh. So she's just kind of laying there on her side, you know, facing you. But you can tell she's just out cold.
3: Okay, so Jake and I go into the room. Okay, I'm going to go over to her and like adjust her so that she's sitting up at the headboard. Okay. And Jake helps you. Yeah. And. Then I put the wake-up patch on and peel the sleepy patch off.
0: All right. After a few minutes, you see her just kind of stir a little bit and then crinkle her nose, sniffs, head moves a little bit more, and then you see her eyes start to flutter and then, like, blink, 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 blink. What's the state of, like, the visibility in this room?
3: What time of day is it? It's It's like night by now.
0: Yeah, it's nighttime.
3: Okay. We'd probably have, like, a bedside table lamp on or something like okay. that. Okay. So it's 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 not it's, it's not it's not pitch black. No. Not
0: pitch black in here, but it's certainly not like super like no clinically yeah. bright or anything in here. Right. Okay. So her eyes flutter and she blinks and blinks and you see she's trying to focus and you can tell she's having a little bit of trouble and smacks her lips and says, Can I have something to drink? Jake kind of looks at you like, is that okay?
3: I send Jet a private message to grab a glass of water. She grabs a bottle of water. Yeah.
0: Okay, you come back with no
3: glasses in here.
2: Thank
0: (laughs) you. All right, so you've got a bottle of water coming. She's Mm -hmm. just kind of smacking her, like she's got a bad taste in her mouth. And then you can see that her eyes focus a little bit more, and she looks at you. She says, "You changed your hair," and we'll cut to Eris. All right. So you're sitting in like his office, office where.
1: Okay. So we've moved inside.
0: Yes. You're in his office and he has Azalea.
1: He, he, did he carry Claude in? Yes. Okay. I probably would have carried Azalea in.
0: Right. He had, you put her in an exam room and Claude is in a different exam room. So your dad opens the door to his office and comes in and sits down in his chair and just kind of slumps back.
1: I'm just doing that thing. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm not crying. You know, how you're just like blank slate sometimes in grief.
0: All right. He looks at you and you can see that there's some, you know, he'd been crying. So his eyes are all red and everything. And he looks at you and he says, how long was she like that? What? Azalea, how long was she like that?
1: um i i don't know they had her in this place and they did some sort of ritual to her or that's what joe said and then they they threw her down the garbage chute and she was dying and i i already i already told you i did for say i don't know i don't know how long she was like that i don't know i don't know what they did to her I know there's some magic, something ritualistic.
0: You see him kind of, he's nodding, and then he kind of looks up as if he's got a notification on his AR. He stands up, and he walks out the door, and you can hear voices.
1: I don't think Ares does see him. Like, I, I don't think she's, like, really looking at him. Right, I think so, she's still just kind of sit staring middle staring distance. middle
0: distance. Okay, so he gets up, and he walks around, and he opens up the door, and you hear him step out into the hallway And you can hear some voices, and they say, Which room, Dr. LeCled? And he says, Exam two. And they're like, Okay. And he says, Trauma patch was applied. Currently, vital signs are stable. And then they're like, Okay, which hospital do you want us to take her to? And he says, Take her to St. Luke's.
1: That's not our hospital. That is not our hospital.
0: He says, Take her to St. Luke's. It's the closest. And they're like, Okay. And he says, Any other situation? He says, Drug overdose was revived in the field. Age 16, and then you hear him say, pregnant.
1: What the fuck? I'm going to, hang on, I'm going to make a roll. Okay. I'm going to see if she's paying enough attention. Uh, Nope, she doesn't hear that.
0: All right, so it doesn't register.
1: It doesn't register. I think it might be one of those things, like, she heard it, and it might register to her later, but she's not reacting to it right now.
0: All right, and then you hear this ambulance crew go in, and then uh, you hear another set of voices saying, and the other one is in exam one. He says, yes. He says, okay. Uh, which funeral home and he he tells him and then he comes walking back in and he closes the door and he just kind of sits down and and now you're he puts his hands on the desk and now you're looking at his hands and his fingers are kind of fidgeting and he kind of and he's just sitting there for a, you don't know how long and then he starts snapping his fingers at you
1: i look up and kind of blink at him yeah, yeah.
0: this ritual what, what what was it
1: uh it was it was to tether a spirit to her or something. She'd, she had taken fairy dust. And so I had told you about that. It's kind of like you, you're technically magical. And she had thought that it would let her see her scumbag boyfriend again. But I don't know. Uh, that's all I remember. Oh, I, I forgot everything is completely bricked. I might have some files on the cloud when my stuff's working again or when it's replaced.
0: And they were doing a, a ritual. I don't I don't understand it.
1: I don't either. I I don't understand anything and they they blacked out the entire North City stacks and you should have seen all the drones that were just falling from the sky and I don't know what that means like Are there a bunch of dead riggers out there or deckers or whatever? Like
0: he sits there for a moment and then he says, this sounds.
1: And you think Babushka was involved?
0: All right. You see his eyes get kind of hard. Like he looks right at you and he says, yeah, I do. To There's a lot you don't know about your grandma. And then he leans forward and he says, Goody, you might be the only person who could even talk to her about this.
1: But should I?
0: That's a good question.
1: Does she even care about either of us? If she did do that to Azalea, would she do something like that to me? If I ask the wrong questions? Those guys were mob guys. Like, that's what happens when you mess with the mafia. Oh, God. And she's been training Joe. Joe's been alone with her for
0: months. I don't pretend to understand all the stuff that your grandmother does for her motives. There's a reason why she and your mom don't get along. It's not just typical mother-daughter shit.
1: I just kind of look up at him.
0: He says, your grandmother, she collects things. People. What? She has a thing for excellence. She surrounds herself and obsesses about excellence. She always has. For as long as I've known her. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, when, when your mother gave up her career, when she bowed out of the Olympics, your babushka, her whole attitude towards your mother changed. Look at, look at the, her track record from just what you know. She basically gave up on your mom and then she had a new focus of obsession. She focused a lot of attention on you in hopes that you would maybe be able to take up the mantle of some of that. Opened up a dance school just for you. And that's when she met Juilliard.
1: I thought the dance school was... Because she was a dancer. I didn't... Yeah. She
0: does everything for her own interests.
1: Yeah, I just... uh,
0: And once Juilliard no longer was her fancy perfection, look at what she did to her.
1: She's the reason Juilliard had an accident? But Juilliard was still dancing and she was perfection. Because she wasn't under her?
0: And now she has her sights on your girlfriend. Goody, I'm truly afraid for Joe. Can
1: Can I see your comm?
0: He's like, yeah. And he like reaches into his pocket and sets it down.
1: i send Joe a, a text message. It's bricked. Your comm isn't working now either?
0: He looks at you and he goes, what? And then you see him kind of look up as if to access his AR and he goes, and then he looks down at this com and taps it. He goes, what the fuck? What uh, <laughs> the
1: fuck? I look at Claude's comm.
0: All right, you pull out Claude's comm. It's bricked. And the lights go out. It, fuck. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitch Face. Theme music by Synthesk. background music by Machinima Sound outro music by Austin Miller edited and produced by Sid continuity consulting by Dot Run is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Resting Glitchface is a production of Openly Gamer Theater and property of Side Tangent Productions.